0: Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining me. This is our podcast where we help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. And today we're going to do part two of the four horsemen of communication. Last week we talked about criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling, or what I like to call ghosting. These four horsemen that that would love to come in and bring the apocalypse to your marriage by breaking down communication. And so today, we're going to give you the antidotes to those four horsemen. And we're just going to walk through them one by one, hopefully giving you some skills to counteract these things that want to break up and to destroy your marriage by breaking down your communication. First of all, the antidote to criticism is what's called a gentle startup you see when you're talking about complaints which is a very healthy thing or you're talking about some negative things in the relationship that can be very healthy as well those things normally talk about specific behaviors but when we get into criticism we are attacking the very character of the person that we are talking to specifically our spouse and one of the great ways to counteract criticism is to use a soft or a gentle startup you're avoiding saying things like you and you're trying to incite blame and instead of talking at them, you're talking with them. So for example, the criticism might be, you always talk about yourself. When we get together to have a conversation, you're always just talking about you. Why are you so selfish? But if we were to pull back and give the antidote, listen to this, I'm feeling left out in our talk last night and I really needed to talk. Can we please talk about my day today? I mean, think about that. That's straightforward, you're not mincing words, but yet it has a gentleness to it where criticism comes out with your gun blazing and criticism actually asks for criticism back but what if you came in with an antidote and instead of saying you 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 what if you laid out this is what i am needing this is what i experienced And this is what I am asking for. That is a great way to counteract criticism. Number two, let's talk about the the second horseman, which is contempt. Because the antidote to contempt is building a culture of appreciation and respect. This is a big deal because often I'll hear people say, well, when my spouse shows me a culture of appreciation and respect, that's when I'll show it. But this is where I'm going to challenge you to be the initiator. Because contempt is one of those horsemen that wants to totally take us out and to sour not just our spouse's spirit, but sour ourselves. What was contempt? We talked about this last week. It's coming from a place of moral superiority. We want to show how superior we are, and we end up going into places of what I call middle school um, just immaturity toward our spouse. So some examples is we'll use sarcasm toward our spouse, cynicism, name-calling, I don't know, eye-rolling, we'll sneer at them, we'll mock them, we'll use some sort of hostile humor. But whatever way you want to color it, it's all contempt, and we're trying to show that we are more superior than our spouse. And so contempt sounds like this, the dishwasher hasn't been loaded or unloaded, and you look at your spouse and you say something like this, you forgot to load the dishwasher again. You are so incredibly lazy, maybe you eye roll, maybe you make another comment and you walk away. I mean, right there, you have literally come at them, you have colored them as as lazy, but most importantly to notice is you've actually lifted yourself up to recognize, well, I'm not lazy because I'm recognizing what has to be done. The antidote is to actually develop that culture of appreciation and respect. Listen to this now. I understand that you've been busy lately, I know that you've had some long days, but could you please remember to load the dishwasher when, when I work late? Would that be all right? I appreciate that. I mean, listen to that. You're, you're being straightforward. You're not mincing words. You're not being run over, but you're recognizing that when you work late that you would just appreciate if this was recognized and it was taken care of. No one is being run over. No one is being demeaned. Nobody is, is more superior than the other person. And how does that happen? Through the antidote of building a culture of appreciation and respect. Thirdly, let's talk about the antidote to defensiveness, and that is taking responsibility. Now, I don't think we need a vast description about, about defensiveness because I think we all know what that is. It's that self-protection, that self-preservation mode that we go in when we are underneath what we would call like a perceived attack from our spouse. Now, our, our spouse may not be attacking us. They may be bringing up a subject for which it may be sensitive. Maybe they ask us to do something and we didn't do it. We promised to do something and that promise fell through. We just feel humiliated that something was missed when when our spouse brings it up because it should be brought up. It ought to be brought up. We go into this defensive mode where either we're showing some sort of uh, innocent victimhood or some righteous indignation toward them and the attempt just to protect ourselves. So we don't have to own the issue and many times we turn it against the other person. Let's use an example. Say you've got a spouse who loves to be early and wants to be extremely early to appointments events or whatever. The other spouse just enjoys being on time, but the spouse A is just starting to attack that spouse because I want to do this in my way. Okay, here's defensiveness. It's not my fault that we're going to be late. It's your fault since you always get dressed at the last second. There's defensiveness. You're getting close to the time of needing to leave and all of a sudden you're getting angry and you're getting defensive about what time you ought to be leaving. Listen to taking responsibility. I don't like being late. But you're right. We don't always have to leave so early. I can be a little bit more flexible with this. Do you hear the humility that's in there? Where we got one person's being defensive about the idea of being late. I'm going to feel humiliated. I'm going to, I feel guilty about being late. But the reality is that they're, they're not going to be late. They're just not going to be so early. But taking responsibility says this, says, listen, I've got this feeling and I have to recognize we don't always have to have that feeling. We don't always have to be 30 minutes early, 20 minutes early. We can be a little bit more flexible with this. This is an okay thing. That's a great antidote to defensiveness. Lastly, let's talk about the antidote to stonewalling. Now, when I talk about the antidote to stonewalling or what I called last week ghosting, um, I think we could talk about taking timeouts or maybe in the most technical term speaking, we can say it's a physiological self-soothing mode. Now, that's a mouthful, physiological self-soothing mode. I like using the term timeout. Because I think it is a great way to take a breath, to get yourself in the mode where you can actually remember what's important and you can deal with what needs to be dealt with. Now stonewalling, we talked about this last week. That's when somebody completely withdraws from a conflict and no longer responds to their partner. Um, they're, you're texting your partner, you're calling them, you're trying to have a conversation and they walk away. They don't answer a text. They don't respond whatsoever. They're just ghosting you non-stop. Like I said before, with defensiveness and even with uh, in response to contempt and other things, this is so middle school. This is so juvenile. This is so, so weak. But yet many of us go into this mode because it's this protection mode where I don't want to blow up. I don't want to talk about this any longer. So instead of taking a break and a timeout, we go into this mode where we just shut everything down and we walk away waiting for it to blow over. But the problem is, is when we're waiting for it to blow over, things may calm down, but the infection has not been dealt with and it will come out at some point. And so my, rec- my, my recommendation is, is to have that physiological self-soothing mode that I simply call the timeout. It's learning and recognizing that when you've gotten to the point where you're no longer going to have any reasonable or constructive conversation, where you just simply stop the conversation and you say something like this, honey, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm feeling overwhelmed and I I just need to take a break. Can you give me like 20 minutes to just kind kind of take a break, to take a breath, so that we can continue this conversation. Do you hear that? That's so much better than looking at your spouse in the middle of it saying, look, we've been through this over and over and over, and I'm tired of reminding you, dot, dot, dot. I mean, right there, you can feel it ramping up and getting ready to drop a nuclear bomb on the conversation. But what if we just stopped and we just simply requested, hey, can I have a timeout? Can I have 20 minutes? so that we can continue this conversation. And in those 20 minutes where you can break away, you can calm down, you can relax a little bit, you can remember what's important, and then you can come back together now that you're calm and actually deal with the issue at hand. And that will completely take everything that stonewalling wanted to do and dismantle it so that you can actually build healthy communication. So I hope that today you can take a little bit of notes, that you can kind of dive into this conversation with your spouse and have those, have those talks. If there's criticism, get a gentle start up. If you're having contempt, build a culture of appreciation. If you're having defensiveness, take responsibility. And if you have stonewalling taking place, learn how to take a time out. That's all I've got for you for today. Dive into this today, build your communication, and watch your marriage thrive. Have a great week. God bless.